you have a title and everything? Yeah, it's the Social Christian and Theological Exploration of something or other. I had a second ago one. That's probably with writing books, you know, a year before you release it, is that you forget all the details. Roll it. You can email a copy to everybody on your church tech team, or like you said, everyone in your church. This is something, Phil, you initially created as a training for your church, and you realized, oh, this could be used for a lot more people than just that. Yeah, sounds great. All right, let's go. Let's call that a wrap, guys. I think you pretty well pitched it. Hello, world. Welcome to the Church Mag Podcast, the official podcast of Church Mag, your place for church and technology, with your hosts, Eric Dye, Jeremy Smith, and Phil Schneider. And Phil, tell us who made this podcast possible. Thanks, Larry. This podcast is brought to you by The Social Christian, a theological exploration of social media, a new book from Church Mag Press by me, Phil Schneider. That's right, folks. I can string words together occasionally. This new ebook will take you through uh, some theological premises and, and ideas around how we use social media, how we shouldn't use social media, and how we can possibly redeem social media for the glory of God. Though probably not Snapchat. You can pick up a copy of this book from Church Mag Press, uh, and you'll hear more information about that at the end of the show. Thank you, Phil. It's time now to let the fun begin. Welcome to another episode of the Church Mag Podcast. Eric Dye along here with Jeremy Smith and Phil Snyder. This is a fun, cool episode. At the same time, it's a little bit awkward because we're talking about ourselves and there's nothing that makes us three feel a little awkward than talking about ourselves. And so that's what we're going to do today. So yeah, Phil wrote a book, another book. He wrote one of my favorite books that's on Church Mag Press, which is um, a doctor who... 30-day devotional. It's really awesome. I just, everything about it, I just love and adore. Um, But you have written a, not a devotional this time, a very practical book. You know what, Jeremy, why don't you introduce this? Because I know you've been working a lot with Phil in in getting this out on Church Mag Press. So man, you know what? You set this up, you introduce it and uh, pitch it to Phil. You tell us how much you actually read the ebook. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I was thinking of the three of the Busted. three of us here. He's read less of the text than the other one than the rest of us. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah see, this is true. This is true. While I have not read it, I know the spirit and the love and the care and much of the vision that was behind this book. So there. How about we put it like <laughs> this? I, I I don't want to necessarily like give the whole premise because Phil, you're the author of it. But for me, I think, I think it's important to kind of highlight the conversation that happened behind it. Uh, first of all, why this even ebook would even happen. Um, if people are interested, we would love to have some more writers for church Mac press. This is something that we're going to be doing as a kickoff. Um, and when you and I feel we're talking about this, um, then I didn't want another social media ebook. First of all, because everybody and their mother is doing them. And, if you write about social media, it's just kind of a time waste because in three months, it's going to be stale. Absolutely. And, that's not, and that's not what you gave us. And that's not what I wanted. And I, if you had you suggested that, I would have said no, unfortunately. Um, but that wasn't the spirit behind it. It was the spirit of how do you teach your team? How do you consciously as a Christian approach social media theologically and philosophically and practically but not from uh, what's the best tweet I can craft and should I or should I not get on Google Plus as Sir Chris likes to remind us all the time about if that was or was not a good decision to make. Thank you, Chris. Um, and so it, it, it's not that kind of advice because that stuff gets stale super quick. I feel like that's kind of like milk. 
Whereas let's just get the cow and just keep getting milk coming and going. And so it's about getting that conversation going about the whole heart of it, which ultimately we've talked on here a lot about you need to understand how to craft your message really well before you get on social media. It's like same vein of things that we just constantly are trying to preach to you guys. Right. That is one thing that I think is a true art form or I think that's something that's very important in dealing with technology is talking in terms of fundamentals, because if you get your fundamentals down, then when technology changes and when things evolve, you're okay. You're able to shift with it without any problem because you're standing on fund fundamentals. And that is, that, that is something that, that Phil, that, that was the vision he had with this. And I remember the first time he mentioned it, it might've even been on a podcast that he mentioned it. And it just sounded like an amazing thing to me because it, it takes a fundamental approach, which I absolutely love. So this social media ebook is something that, you know, is not only applicable to act, it's not only relevant today, but it is going to be relevant in another three and four, dare I say five years? Who knows about five years? That seems like a long way in the terms of social media, but it is certainly something that's going to have far more longevity than the time uh-huh. of day you should post and whether or not you should be on Twitter. Yeah, sounds great. All right, let's, let's call that a wrap, guys. I think you pretty well pitched it. <laughs> no, you, no, 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 no. We have to have that awkward moment whereby you get to talk about your own ebook. Right. <laughs> if you even remember what you wrote, right? Well, I do, I do. So let me, I'll, I'll, we're going to, I'll tell the story in a few different avenues, but the podcast folks can hear this, you know, from me directly. We had a situation in my church. And in case you don't know, I work full time as a public school teacher, but I'm also uh, a discipleship pastor at a church part time. And we had an issue come up with one of our lay people posting some things online that were highly inappropriate for somebody, one who's a Christian, but definitely somebody who's in any position of leadership at a church. So, um, Conversations were had, not with me. Somebody else who had a close relationship with that person spoke to them. Uh, it didn't actually go very well. <laughs> I'll leave it like that. But I realized, you know, we need to address this, you know, kind of head on. So I wrote a class. I, I'm in charge of adult programming on our, our midweek service. And so I, I write classes and teach classes for adults. And so I wrote a class called Social Media. It was really it was real simple. And uh, I taught in five weeks on various aspects of social media and how, how Christians should engage online. Um, and it, it, went, it went pretty well. And actually, it's a class I'll pro- probably repeat again next year. And I taught it, I believe, in uh, 2015. And it's a, it's a class that is, it's very practical um, while being framed in the, from a theological perspective. So, for example, I start off, and this is the, the book follows the exact same outline. We go through, um, explain technology is not bad, but technology does change us. And so technology must be used very thoughtfully. Like the idea came, came from, from John Dyer's book, which I know we've, we've mentioned numerous times, but from the garden of the city, a great book you should definitely read looking at how technology affects us in sometimes in positive ways, sometimes in negative ways, sometimes in unseen ways that can have negative consequences for us down the road. And so if we're going to use technology, we must look at first its purpose and make sure that the purpose uh, of social media is, is to communicate the life and love uh, of Christ within our hearts. And if we're not doing that online, maybe we shouldn't be doing anything online, you know, and obviously that's not an option for us, but if all you um, manage to post on Facebook is complaints or, um, jokes, then maybe you're not, you know, maybe you're not fulfilling your call to go into all the world because, you know, the internet is part of the world. 
Um, but also we look at the business business of social media. And this is a, a section that is a little bit, it's like, it's like if, if, if the book is the Star Wars trilogy, the original trilogy, then the business section is easily the Empire Strikes Back. It's the darkest section. It's the, it's, it's the section that's hard to get through. And, and not because it's not good, but because it's just, it's just, there's so much going on. But, uh, looks at how, you know, we are not, um, we are not um, consumers on social media. We are what's called, and I forget who I quoted this from. We are we are prosumers. We are producers of content and also consumers of others' content as well. And then the business of social media is us. That we are both. The social media is being sold to us in exchange for information like our email, our name, our dem- basic demographics. But that we are also um, we are also the selling point for social media, you know, what, what, like my social media feed. Now the median age when I got on was 20, the median age of my social media, of my Facebook feed now is like 45. But what happened? Well, adults, older adults begin to get on, on to, to Facebook. Why their teenagers were on there. And it was, it was sold to them as a way of keeping in contact with their, their teens and their, their younger kids. So that's the business section, looking at how how social media uses us, in some cases even abuses us. The dark side of social media, which I guess would, would you know we, we could probably have called that one also the Empire Strikes Back. These two in the middle are really kind of uh, dark and difficult, but they're important because the dark side of social media is is very real. And it, it looks at how social media can feed into depression. It can feed into, um, you know, um, a situation where we we allow hate and we allow negativity to to increase and to go viral, and we um, allow darkness a greater a place in our lives, digital or otherwise. And then lastly, we, we we come to the redemption and how we as Christ followers can redeem social media in just the same way we might redeem our families, redeem our cities. We're called to bring light and to be to be salt, no matter where we are. For fun, we include a few extra essays I've written in the past um, on social media. And for me, the best part about all that was you didn't talk about which Snapchat filter to get or is Instagram better or those kind of details, which in some ways the social media hacks, which you know how we all feel about hacking the system is just it doesn't work. So we can simply focus on the purpose of it, which I think Christianity has a huge voice that has not been talked about in this entire process. Yeah. I thanks, Jeremy. I, that, that's exactly what I was going for here is going for kind of an evergreen um, book that can discuss the principles um, behind um, not social media you know, dominance, but engagement on social media on the personal level, not the social media director. And I tried writing the book um, as, as platform neutral as possible. I think it, it does definitely um, drift towards uh, Facebook heavy, not sure. because, not because honestly it's where most users are. Um, and it's where I've observed a lot of the problems. Now Twitter has a serious problem with hate, but I wouldn't necessarily think it's a Christian problem. Whereas on Facebook, I've, I've actually I covered this in one of the essays on on Church Mag. I've not. Um, I don't know if I've uncovered it in. The, if I included that essay in the book, but because uh, oh, I didn't because it was a, it was a um, it's a visual essay. And I, I didn't want to worry about um, formatting pictures for the book for ease of of, of use. But 
uh, wrote an essay a while back on Facebook about or on on Church Mag about about hate going viral on Facebook, and I showed shared some pictures, some screenshots that I had uh, gathered from Christians in my feed who posted very insensitive, um, sometimes flat out racist things, um, and then you know the next day they'll post uh, the little check in at church. So uh, you know it was just important for me to to point out here that. Uh, I think Facebook's got a very definite problem for the church, or, or I should say, the church has a very definite Facebook problem. Right. Well, yeah. You, you use you use you use Facebook as more of an example of a real life, you know, a real life example of of what can be what can go on with Christians and the church and social media. Not necessarily like a definitive guide or 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 you know locked into the to the functionality oh, of facebook but really just as a, a real life example so yeah really. i think if you if you're reading the book you're not going to see you won't see why well, it only applies to facebook but you'll see oh he's definitely thinking of facebook here but it, the principles could apply to twitter or to youtube um probably not reddit because reddit's uh, reddit's reddit's irredeemable no that's a joke but but yeah any social media network at all any any and any that might be created in the future, which is something I don't think most folks consider when they look at social media. They look at the ubiquity of social media, and they they think it's the ubiquity of Facebook or Twitter. But yeah. Twitter is in trouble. Google Plus is already dead. Facebook or Twitter might be next, and uh, Facebook is um, getting its hands everywhere. And you ask the Roman Empire, you expand too much, well, you might. Implode. But see, that's what I love about your approach, Phil, is that you are taking a again that fundamental approach where it applies to all all platforms of social media. And to me, you know, that just rings so true to me when when you are providing social media when you're providing social media perspective on on something without being so, you know, so niche in the platform itself. And it's just social media in general, which which is huge. Um, so, Jeremy, tell us how we so go ahead and j- tell us, Jeremy, where we can get Phil's book. And I, when we did your devotional, I think we had some some different additions as well. I don't know. You get, give them all the details, Jeremy. Sure. So a couple of options with this, this is something that we're going to try to continuously run with is the idea that this is not designed to be something that you personally just consume, though you can do that by all means. Um, but this is something, Phil, you initially created as a training for your church and you realized, oh, this could be used for a lot more people than just that. And so definitely if you want to, as you Phil put it, I think that this is kind of the subtitle of the book, even though we didn't give it one, is let's redeem social media. Let's redeem social media for the purpose of the church. Yeah. And so use it if you want. You can go buy a single copy of it, but then you can also buy a church copy of it. And just so people are aware, church copy of it means you buy it once and then you give it to everybody in your church. Not like you give it to one or two other people or you give it to your church leadership to kind of read it and kind of think about it. For the rest of your life, just use that to make your church do a lot of really good ministry. I know that we've had conversations in the past about doing this for like a devotional and they're like, wait, so should I only give it to like 20 people or how many people would this be good for? If you have an entire church tech team, let everybody read it. And if you think this is something that could be used for your entire church to be able to witness and minister and and evangelize and be a minister to your entire community, give it to your entire congregation. 
the point of it is you are just buying this so that your entire ministry can serve your church. Right. And and when we did that with your devotional, your church tech devotional, Jeremy, I have received probably at least a half a dozen emails from people saying, hey, um, what exactly does this mean? This, uh, this what do, what do we call it, like group uh, version or something like that. I, f- I forget what the exact language is. You'll, you'll see it. Church license. Church license. That's right. And people ask, you know, what exactly does that mean? And, you know, every time I tell them, you know, you can download, you can, you can email a copy to everybody on your church tech team. Or like you said, everyone in your church, you could, you could take it to a printing place, have it printed and bound and give free copies, give copies to everyone at your church. Okay. That's what we mean. When you get that that church license, then you can distribute it amongst as many members as often as you want within your church. That's what it's designed for. Okay, it isn't a way to to leverage more money. It's just a nice way to create an option for you to get a lot of copies out there, and uh, you know, to get it, to make a huge impact in the kingdom. And uh, if there, if you know, Jeremy's devotional is is great for church tech teams. This is the first ebook that we've ever had that would be great for an entire congregation, which totally makes me excited. Yeah, and I think, I mean, I'm speaking as the author. Um, it was written based upon a class, so it's a book that could, um, if you want to teach the class, you could read the book and then teach it yourself. Um, we're going to make my keynotes. Um, the ones I created for the class available to anyone. It's not, there's no additional cost. It's not, you know, you buy the church group, the church license, the individual license, anybody who wants the, the keynotes from my class can have them um, for you to use, for you to take, and then, you know, dress up with your own formatting or whatever. But basically you can kind of see how I structured the class and figure out what I did wrong. Maybe I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. Um, or, you know, at the very least not have to reinvent the wheel. Absolutely. Because honestly, the, our, our, our main focus here is that um, this is material that your people in your church need to hear. We talk about marriage. We talk about raising kids in church. We talk about, um, sex and gender roles why aren't we talking about social media all right so i'm going to pitch a couple ideas i can already hear people asking about because we technically technically did not bring it up just now can they use it for their sermon to be able to preach to their congregation on sunday oh don't you think phil yeah go for it man yeah (laughs) absolutely can can they give it can they bring it up and show it off to people and a pastor's meeting um, for ideas on how to better do communication and just kind of share the ideas at that meeting, not necessarily like redistributing and all of like the copyright stuff, but as far as like just talking about sermons and trying to get more sermon ideas out there for church leaders in their own group. Absolutely. Do it, do it, do it, do it. Is it a good idea to, um, implement and encourage other people who don't have the book to implement these ideas, even if they haven't read the book? Um, yeah, this is not what social media is all about, telling folks what they should do <laughs> <laughs> without, without proper context. Absolutely. But, but I think that we're, it, it's one person that totally starts to get the idea of how they can pastor an online ministry um, and influence the people around them, realizing that it's more than just the best type of of social media posts that you have and starting to have that conversation beyond that. I think that that's a huge piece of this conversation can start to have. I'd love this idea of being able to give this to the church and to let them kind of run with it as they will and see where it goes. 
hopefully in some ways it's becomes a ministry for some people that haven't already done so. So if you want to get a copy or copies, whether for yourself or the church license, whatever you want to do, just go to churchmag.press and you'll find it there. Or just catch me driving around uh, the country in my car. I'll be selling out my trunk. Mm-hmm. I feel like one's more economical yeah. than the other. And if, <laughs> right. And if you and if you use the in your and if you're checking out and you use CMagcast as a coupon code, then you'll get a discount. Ooh. Because podcast CMagcast. So if you guys want to get this book, what I encourage you guys to go to Church Mag Press, and for the entire month of September, it's going to be the feature ebook. It's going to be the feature product on there. If you're listening to this after September 2017, go check out uh, Church Mag Press. It's churchmag.press. And look for the social Christian. And so, Eric, how long will this uh, code that we're giving out last for? How long can they use that code? <sighs> you know, this is the CMAG cast code. So I'll probably just set up a code that the CMAG cast code just always works and gives a discount on any and all products. <laughs> because CMAG cast. Give <laughs> me nothing. I'm serious. I'm serious. Why not? I mean, listen, if if you're listening to Church Mag podcast and you hear this, like you earned this. True. <laughs> if you put up with us, you really I like to know if anybody out there has been around since episode one. Do we want to know who that is? We can pray for them. I don't even think any of us have been here on every episode since episode one. I certainly haven't listened to every episode. I barely listened to or even missed them. Even I've missed an episode. That's true, Jeremy. I had to record one while you were gone, while you were in um, Mm -hmm. in transit. True. Yep. All right. So that's where you go. Churchmag.press. Send us an email, subscribe, and search for previous episodes of the Church Mag Podcast by visiting Church Mag Online. You'll find a link on our main menu. Go to churchm.ag. That's Church Mag. And while you're visiting Church Mag, send us a message. And be sure to subscribe to the Church Mag Podcast so you can receive an early release of the new show every Friday. We don't do that for just anyone. The Church Mag Podcast is proudly hosted on buzzsprout.com. We've not responded to Curtis Bland yet, have we, in, in, in the podcast? No, we have not.